Welcome to the Community Builder Podcast. The world is our classroom, and every moment is an opportunity to understand human connection at a newer level. On this podcast, we'll explore the minds of active community builders as they strive to leave their imprint on the world. Travis King. Let's build. So welcome back to the Community Builder Podcast. And today we have the pleasure of speaking with Morgan J. Ingram from John Barrow Sales Training. How are you doing, Morgan? Doing great, man. <laughs> nice. So excited to, to have you on, man. So for those listeners that don't know who you are, I guess, uh, could you give them the quick little you know, elevator pitch about who you are, what you've been up to? I know you just mentioned you just got back from India from, you know, <laughs> halfway across the world. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to, you know, share with the listeners like who you are and kind of what you're up to. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I just came back from India. So uh, if I sound less energetic than normal, it's because I'm I'm experiencing jet lag for the first time coming out of the country. Uh, but I uh, do sales training for sales development teams through Jay Barrows. Uh, Jay Barrows has been in sales training for for quite a while now, John Barrows is my boss and CEO has been doing sales training for about 18 years. Uh, I had 13 reps when I was an SDR manager and I started the YouTube channel, the SDR Chronicles, which talks about sales development reps, tips, tactics, and strategies to be successful. My failures and also my success on how I've gotten where I am today. So that's kind of the background on me and you know where I'm coming from. Nice, man. Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing that. And so I guess we'll, we'll kind of, we'll jump right in. And um, I'm very curious, like, who are your people, man? Like, um, there's so many different types of communities out there, right? Like you're working in the sales training space. Like who are your people? Or is it just sales? Is it marketing? Like who are your people? My people are people that are, that have good vibes, man. Like I'm not really trying to like, I'm not like, Oh, you're in, you're in marketing. So I can't talk to you. Like, <laughs> it's not like that for me. I mean, I obviously, because I'm in what I'm in, I talk to a lot of people in marketing sales, but I have people that I talk to that are in engineering and user testing and customer success and also an executive leadership position. So, you know, my thing is I try to focus on more. So who's it has the same mindset as me, who's looking to grow and expand. That's my community. And those are, those are the people I normally hang out with and, and have conversations with. Nice. No, I totally love that. Right. Because, and, and I think that's one thing that people, you know, might get confused about. It's like, just because you're in this role, they think that you only have to operate within that community. So you know, I think that's awesome. And so, like, why does community matter to you, right? Like, why is building community important? Like, how important is this to your, like, day-to-day and uh, in, in your role? I mean, it's it's huge. A lot of the things that are I have today that have happened to me is all based on community. I was I was in India, so I wasn't able to do the interview, but and we had to reschedule. But I got my interview for Gary Vaynerchuk for my podcast through community. I got my job through community. I'm, I'm here today because of community. So... I believe in really investing to the community and continuously giving the most value you can. So everything that I post is free. Like no one's paying me to post anything. And I'm always trying to give the most value to my audience, you know, hopping in in the DMs and answering their questions and going and answering every single comment, which as people are listening to that, they may, they may say, oh, that's a lot. But, you know, I was just in Chennai, India. And just because of the videos I've been posting and because I've been active in my community, answering questions and continuously helping the SDR community in sales, Someone in Chennai followed my content and I actually met up with him 
and I was in their office and we hung out. And that was crazy to me because it's like your the value that you give can be worldwide if you're willing to be that person who's continuously advocating for your community and not trying to leech out of your community and trying to get something out of them, like actually trying to give them the most value and aspects that you can for success. Nice. That's that's awesome, man. And that's that leads right into my next question about the offline version, right? Like, yeah, you're you just travel around the world like you're in so many different cities. Like, how do you operate that offline version of community? Like, how do you activate there? Like, what does that look like in your life? So, yeah. So like, okay. so so I guess the question is, let me make sure I get this offline for people that have seen me online and see my content or offline, like my personal life. Uh, actually, I'd be interested in both. So I'd say start with that, um, yeah. you know, offline presence, like the people who talk to you online. And then I'm curious to know about yeah. your in-personal community outside of like sales and everything like that. For sure. So uh, let's start with professional. Professional has gotten, personally, it's been harder for me because I have a lot of conversations on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. I'm on calls. Like I'm answering emails from people that, you know, say, oh, I like the content, which is great. I'm humbled by that. But sometimes people will come up to me and be like, oh, you remember me. And I feel bad because sometimes I honest, I, I sometimes I don't because I had so many conversations. So I always just ask people now, like, hey, just give me a frame of reference of like what we talked about. And then when people tell me that, then I can like, okay, I remember that conversation just because I answer a lot of, I answer all my uh, messages at the same time. And they're not, sometimes they're not spread out. So for me, I always try to be as intentional as possible in conversations. When people want to ask me questions, I, I take the time to stop and answer them uh, and try to help as much as possible. But yeah, for me, that's been that's been harder to do because of how much volume that happens to me when I go to a conference. Uh, but I try to keep it as personal as possible. Like when I go to, a, let's say if I go to an event, I always try to maximize the time I'm in like a spot. Uh, because for me, it's obviously it's cool to watch my content, but it's just better when people actually get to see you and interact with you and just understand that you're the same person that you are on the videos and you're not some type of, uh, like elusive person that's not real and then from a personal standpoint uh a lot of my close friends like they don't really care that <laughs> that i'm that i'm morgan j ingram or I make content like they pretty much see me as a person from high school so that that person wasn't creating content and i wasn't you know where i'm at today uh same as college same person uh and a personal aspect uh, a lot of people that you know know that what i'm doing now they more so don't really talk to me too much about work. Uh, we just kind of keep it light and we talk about things that, you know, we have interest in. So, you know, I'm, I do normal stuff. Like I go to music festivals, uh, I go to concerts, I hang out with my friends, you know, go, let's go grab a drink or let's go watch a movie or hey, let's go, you know, I hike, you know, from time to time or just go enjoy the outdoors. Like just normal stuff that normal people would do. Uh, but my personal life, I, I normally don't talk about my work as much because people know what I do and they support me. And they're my advocates, but more so I don't have to talk about what I'm doing on a daily basis, which is great because I, I don't want to because I'm already talking about it 24-7 throughout the week. And, you know, for my personal life, you know, I, I normally keep everything pretty personal. Like I don't really put too much out there uh, because that's just kind of like my life. I'm already kind of sharing so much with everyone else. No, facts. No, I, I definitely appreciate and value that perspective. It's always nice to have that separation, right? Like, um, yeah. and it's also funny to think about too, as I'm, uh, as I was talking with another community builder, he was talking about the importance of being able to separate the business value of community from the, you know, fluffiness and kind of how those lines intersect, right? Like, you're like, oh, hey, Morgan, like you, you're building this community yeah. of like B2B sales leaders, but like, are you just trying to get money out of them? Or like, do you value in these relationships? So like, could you talk a little bit to how you kind of like 
um, navigate through those waters? So just uh, building relationship, relationships with someone to eventually take money from them. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Like that, that's a real thing, right? Like I feel like so many times that people are like, oh, well, I'm building this community because I love it. But then on the other hand, you have people that are just like building community to get revenue out of them, right? Like it's not, there's not that genuine like nature and like the passion and the, the, the foundation for the community. So I'm like curious on how you like kind of balance those lines. Right? Like, I find myself um, sometimes like thinking like, is this revenue focused or is this community focused, right? Like, does that make sense? It does. So for the <laughs> beginning, no, it does. I don't think so for the beginning, like when I first started the SR Chronicles, like there was no money attached to it. Like I didn't create any courses or resources or like in-loop training. All the stuff that I did that people asked was all free, all free phone calls, all free lunch and learn. So I never really expected to even be in a position today where I'm working with John and I'm doing sales training. So that never was that never was the goal. My goal was literally just to build a brand. And I knew that by building a branded community, I'd be able to move move further in my career than most people just because of reputation. So that was my whole standpoint. So, But now my community, some of those people can be buyers and that just is a part of it. And I'm not really thinking about like, okay, like what's the content that's going to make everyone buy? Uh, Ralph Barcy, who's a sales development leader at ServiceNow says, hey, look, the more value that you put into the community, the more valuable the community sees you. So it just so happens that, you know, the content that I put out, it resonates with people and they're willing to pay for sales training sometimes, right? And, but that's not my that's not my intention when I put out the content. Like I'm genuinely always thinking when I put out content, is there a takeaway that you could take, not pay for it and still be fine? If you want to learn more and you want me to be there, that's amazing. That will definitely have that conversation, but it doesn't have to be that way. So I'm always thinking about it in that way. And, but it is, there is hard and it is a fine line. I, I'm always uncomfortable asking people about, Hey, you want to pay for this when I'm actually friends with them. But I always, but the biggest thing I have to understand and that we all have to understand is that there's a personal relationship and then there's a business relationship. So you have to understand that like when someone sees value in something and they want to pay for it, like, yes, you got to pay for this. This is what's, this is just what's going to have to happen. Like it's a business, but that's, but that's a completely different mindset than me personal. Like me personal is very chill and relaxed and like it's whatever but me from a business standpoint i'm a little bit more aggressive in some stakes because that's what i have to be sometimes to get the point across or i have to follow up aggressively like things like that that nature but that's not me in real life right no totally not no thanks for that i I think that's extremely valuable uh insights cool so also as i'm like thinking about this and you know the way that you interact with other brands on a day-to-day basis like how important do you think community building is for these brands right like being able to activate offline or like up upping their LinkedIn presence or upping their, you know, online presence in general, like how important do you think community building is for other B2B brands? I think it's super important. I, I, I'm going to bring up an example here that most people may know, or you, you should probably know because it's going crazy right now. Fortnite, right? You know, Fortnite. Yep. All right. So Fortnite, the only reason that it's doing really well is because of community. They just got the right people. Everyone's gallivating around it. A lot of people stream it. And that's why it's number one. There are games out there that are exactly like Fortnite. It just so happens that their community is better. So you really got to think about it that way. And there are other companies out there who are doing really well. Everyone essentially, if you think about it, like most companies do the same exact thing. But the companies that do better, they just have a better community. And when you have a better community, there's more people that are going to help you along the way. So like Terminus has the same thing. Sales Off has the same thing. So it's really important to focus on your community because those are going to be people who are going to help you from a word of mouth perspective. They're going to get the word out there. and you know, we as sales professionals, like, yeah, it's it's great, you know, that we can sell. But like half the time, I know people really aren't really listening to what I have to say. 
because they probably think I'm lying or trying to fluff something. <laughs> but but if the peers, they'll listen to their peers because their peers aren't going to lie to them for the most part. So if they're like, yo, no, like that company is legit and you build a community off of that, you're going to be able to get more customers that are going to stay long term and you're going to get the truth of where your product's actually going and how you're helping each other. And, and also like another thing too, like as I'm thinking about like you're, you're talking about like how important this is to a lot of people, like where do you see, like do you, do you have any like insights into like the where you see the future of the community going, right? Like do you see there being an increased value in offline connections for people, like this human to human interaction, right? Like I know that that so many people talk about like this whole digital age and attention. Yeah. Um, like what's your, what's your take on this, the, the value of offline human to human interaction? Uh, so you're saying, is it, is it, is it diluting because of social? Right. Like so many people are like, Oh, like I'm active in my community. I just liked 16 things on LinkedIn and I commented a bunch of times, but like, Hey, they've never actually met up with anybody in real life to talk about whatever it is that they're, you know, talking about within the community. Yeah. I think that's a huge miss. I mean, you should be able to, you should be going to a networking event like at the minimum, right? Once a quarter, like, come on, you can do this. Everyone can do that. Uh, I try to go once a month, but I'm, and then I'm doing way more than that now because I'm just traveling. But I think once a quarter is fine for everybody. And the thing is you have to have those face-to-face relations. That's still the best way to communicate with people. Yeah, it's great. You can message people on LinkedIn and, and Twitter and things of that nature. But, you know, when I meet someone in person, like that entire relationship changes. Like I now feel like, okay, th- I'm comfortable with this person. So for me, that's where I'm really looking at uh, from a community standpoint. That's why, if you notice or not, every single time I go out of out of the state, Atlanta, I always tell people, hey, I'm going to be here. If I'm there longer than like three days or I'm going to a conference, like I'm like, hey, I'm coming to this. I'm coming to the city. Like, let's connect. Let's have a conversation. And I built some really good friendships and some really good relationships just based off of doing that alone. Because people that followed me that I had no idea followed me or liked or never liked or comment were like, oh, yeah, no, I'm actually live in that area. I've been following you for a while. Like, let's connect. So I'll have like small meetings that actually go a long way because when I come back, it's almost as for like really good friends because obviously they've been following me and there's good relations. So when building communities, it's not just about online. That's a, that's an important a part of it. But you also have to take the time to meet with those people face to face and actually build those relationships and those conversations. You're just dropping bombs on here. It's uh, yeah, it's all, <laughs> this is my thing, man. I love this. Yeah, no, this these are all awesome, man. I think you know, especially some of the insights, especially that Fortnite reference. Like, it's so relevant right now, right? Like, what if if you could think of like some things for like some takeaways for people in terms of like why Fortnite's successful, or, like why companies like Drift or Terminus are able to kind of move these mountains with their community. Like, what are a couple of things that you want to make sure people shouldn't forget? Uh, they're not stale. So if you played Fortnite, if you've seen Drift stuff, like if you've seen Turn Me Flip My Funnel, like it's just unique. Fortnite, for example, like I I I actually retired from gaming. Like I actually had stopped playing. I used to play like semi-pro and stuff like that. And I was really deep into gaming. Like I actually stopped for a while. And I actually got back into it because someone mentioned Fortnite to me. And it's actually pretty entertaining to play. So and the reason for that is because they keep with the current trends, they make it interactive, like they don't make it, it's not that stressful and it's fun to play and you can cop on and off and it's very intuitive. Um, from a Drift standpoint, every single person on Drift like has a lightning bolt in their name. So that's part of their branding and their community that they're building. They did the Drift sales challenge, which kind of went viral on LinkedIn as well. And then Terminus to flip my funnel. So everyone feels like they're part of, it, of a community of uh, account-based marketing and a new movement. So those are just examples. Um, sales off as like sales love. So those are things that 
some companies that I know just by knowing people in there and actually like working with them, I understand like what they're doing. So I think a lot of people don't think about like when you're building community, it's like a stale. Like for me, like my things like keep dialing. So people now will sometimes sign off emails with keep dialing. And like, it's part of like that community now, like you're part of the keep dialing community. If I see that, you know, and it's just things like that, that build community. It's just gotta, you gotta stand out there and be unique. And then you also continuously have to like dive into the community and ask what they want. So I always ask, Hey, what do you guys want out of the content? What are you guys looking for in sales development? And I provide that. And also I listen and Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this, but I listen to the DMs I get and the comments I get. And so I never truly run out of content per se, because I'm always just listening to what the community is saying. And they're always asking for new things. And that's where I provide new context and new content from. Nice. No, I think that's extremely valuable and extremely actionable for people that they can actually like after this, just literally go ask their audience a question, right? Like, what do you guys want? Um, and be able to provide and deliver extremely fast on those sorts of things. That's that's awesome. Yeah, man. So um, kind of want to, you know, again, thank you for hopping on. Um, and just also just before we um, finish up, like just let everybody know like, where they can find you at, how to connect with you and that sort of thing. Best way to connect with me, uh, LinkedIn. You can connect with, you can watch the YouTube channel, SDR Chronicles. Uh, that's really it. Uh, not, not asking for really too much. If you have any questions, like definitely hit me up. I'm willing to help along the way. Uh, I try to be as responsive as possible, even though LinkedIn messaging needs to get their act together. But other than that, man, that's that's pretty much it. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Community Builder Podcast. If you received an ounce of value from this podcast, share it with your friends. Oh yeah, don't forget to leave me a five-star review. I need those. Remember, each perfectly laid brick moves you one step closer to building your community.